So I've been talking about it and talking about it and talking about it. So now we're in chapter 26, Dharani. That wonderful word, Dharani. And hopefully you've watched previous videos on my, uh, my entry into Buddhist Reference Volume 2, as well as uh, talking about this in the pre previous couple of videos on the BDK translation of the Lotus Sutra. Dharani is an incredibly important concept, and we don't talk about it enough. It's not useful from the standpoint of our modern practice so much as it's useful in our modern understanding of why we chant the Daimoku, how the Daimoku is constructed and why, what it represents, right? You hear me all the time saying there's no magic, there's no mysticism in Buddhism. But when you start reading these kooky spells and so forth, and they're called spells in these translations, they're not spells. Um, you go, Sylvain, that looks and sounds a lot like magic. Right? And when, and when they quote Nietzsche and it's talking about the mystic law, I don't think that that's what he was saying, but translations, yeah. So let's get into Dharani. And I, you know what? I'm going to read something first. Um, as an example, there's a Dharani. Which one is this? There's a few. Dharani of Bodhisattva Brave Donor, Pradas Anasura, to neutralize evil influences. Yeah? And it goes. Uh, Jvale Mahajvale Uke Muke Ade Adavati Nritye Nritya Vati Itini Vitini Chitini Nritayani Nritakati. Okay, I'll let you stop laughing. <laughs> Does that not sound like I should be waving a wand? with a little star on the end of it, little, little star trails after it, you know. <laughs> it does, I agree. I, you know, for years I, I read through that part of the lotus and I thought, hmm, the hell is going on here? Why wouldn't you? So there's an effort at translation here um, from the Mahasra Buddhist tradition. Oh, wow, I didn't know anyone else was using that term. Quantum Buddhism Association. <laughs> you know, I call my school Quantum Buddhism, right? Well, the school's called Threefold Lotus, Threefold Lotus Kwon, uh, but what we study, uh, my study, I have termed Quantum Buddhism. I've never seen that before. Association, I didn't know there was an association. So, anyway... They have translated jvali, that first word, as inflame, and mahajvali as great inflame. You see right away the pattern here? Uke is bija of proclamation. Muke is bija of proclamation to the masses. Ade, consume. Advatvati, descending flame that consumes. Nritye, dance, or to command to dance. Nitravati, descending like a dance. Anyway, protection, uh, you know, help, prefer to gather, 
dance, dancing waist or at the waist, or swirling fires to protect the emotional aspect or lower astral plane. So, these are in invocations meant to call to the mind much larger texts and similes, metaphors useful to the understanding and, more to the point, the homage, the gratefulness, the respect, the dignity of these te teachings in total. That's what a Dharani is. So it starts to become apparent when you read some of these definitions, right? So that when one of these bodhisattvas takes off on one of these incantations, it's not magic. It's a, a form. Have you ever worked at a corporation and they've asked all the employees to, to submit, uh, what is it? It's not a mission statement, but it's like a mission statement. It's like, uh, it's a motto, you know? Uh, like, you remember uh, Lightyear, uh, what, that character in Toy Story, uh, Bud Lightyear? Bud Lightyear? Did I actually just say that? Was that his name? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> anyway. Right? What was it? To the universe and beyond. Right? That was his tagline. Right? And when I worked at Canon Computer Systems, we had to come up with, you know, what are we doing? Every, every corporation has one of these. They don't always use them all the time, but you hear them, you know, uh, or car manufacturers. You know? Or uh, if you own an Asus computer, laptop, is the pursuit of excellence or the no the pursuit of incredible, right? It's it's catchy, but it, it elevates you. But you know that's not a That's a representation of their impetus, their mission, their their idea of themselves, right? It's a darani. All right. Um, here's another one. Um, ate, the verb tower, or to provoke a tower to appear. Think of the whole treasure tower chapter of the Lotus Sutra and the supporting chapters in one word. It's pretty clever. Nate, in bija of physical energy, thus physical tower, like a stupa. Who is this saying this? This is the dharani of protection from heavenly king Vaishravana. So I don't want to read all of these to you. I don't want to teach you how to uh, invoke these darani. You can do the research on your own. And be careful. Sources make differences, right? The Tibetans were big into this, still are. And they have all sorts of invocations and so forth. Don't, don't, don't get sucked into the rabbit holes of these other traditions. What's important is to understand what's going on here, to demystify it, which is my whole goal and this channel and everything I write and talk about in uh, Nichiren's Doctrine of Shakyamuni's Lotus Sutra Buddhism. Boom. Okay? So, in this case, thereupon, rising from his seat with his right shoulder bared, Bodhisattva Baishra, well, Medicine King, faced the Buddha with his palms pressed together and spoke to him, saying, O Buddha, if there is any son or daughter of a virtuous family who preserves the Lotus Sutra and recites it. 
is versed in it and copies it, how much merit will he or she attain? How will their life change? How much more secure in their bodhisattva path, their Buddha way, their Buddha mind, will they become? Then the Buddha addressed Medicine King, saying, If there is any good son or daughter of a virtuous family who pays homage to the Buddhas, numbering as many as the sands of the 800 myriads of Kodas of Nayutas of Ganges rivers, there's that ruler again, what do you think? Will the merit he or she attains be great or not? I mean, you're asking me a question you obviously know the answer to, so what do you think? And of course, Medicine King, who is a Medicine King because he promotes and teaches the Dharma at every opportunity from every pore of his self. Hmm? He answers, well, it'll be great, Buddha. The Buddha said, well, if any son or daughter of a virtuous family preserves a verse or four lines of this sutra, recites it, understands the meaning, or practices what it teaches, his or her merit will be very great. Just four lines. Thereupon Bodhisattva Medicine King addressed the Buddha, saying, O Buddha, I will now give the Dharanis to the expounders of the Dharma and protect them. So what's his Dharani for? You and me. He's saying, this is not how you practice Buddhism. What he's saying is, I'm going to make a haiku, a poem, a, a dharani that with specific words calls forth the courage, the merit, the depth of understanding that we're talking about here to all those who would endeavor to propagate this teaching. That's what he just said. So when we read this complex Anye manye mane manane site karite same samatya, so on and so forth, it's not a abracadabra. These words have unfortunately not that the the writers, the translators of these books found that too difficult to translate. So they just phonetically threw it in here from its Sanskrit form and left it that way. Haven't done us any favors. But if they tried to transliterate each one of these, they could write a whole other book. I wish somebody would. I've been searching for that. And there may be some books out there. But I, again, caution. I don't want some book from Nepal on Tibetan impressions of, because there are some of those. No, 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 no. I want the Dharanis of the Lotus Sutra by somebody who knows the Lotus Sutra. Hmm? I would like to find that. If I have enough time in my life, I may try to do it myself. But I'm not that degree of a scholar. I may be able to research enough to get something together. And if I do, I'll let you know. Suffice it to say, for our understanding, that the, this is a 
like the cheerleaders at a football game or a basketball game or a hockey game or whatever you're a fan of soccer, right? It's an inspirational encouragement and good wishes for your success offering, right? That's all this is. Oh, Buddha, this mantra, Dharani, it's not a mantra. Mantras are different. Sometimes mantras are Dharanis. But a mantra doesn't have the auspicious nature of capturing a much greater teaching. It, it can, but that's not its true form. A mantra is kind of a... Uh, a personal dedication, right? A mantra is something we tell ourselves, whereas a dharani is something we invoke of a higher order of teaching, right? It's more of a funnel, whereas a mantra is more of a little flag we wave, right? I don't know. Think of an analogy there. This dharani was spoken by Buddhas equal in number to the sands of 62 kodas of Ganges rivers. Anyone who attacks or slanders an expounder of the Dharma also attacks or slanders these Buddhas. Do you see the association? That's what's important about the dharani. Right? You can read the Lotus Sutra all day long, every day, and people may ridicule you, and that would be a very bad cause for them to make. Because they're ridiculing you out of ignorance. And they're not just ridiculing the teaching. They're ridiculing your dedication to it. Right? And when you chant Namo Myorengekyo, that's what you're doing. Same thing, right? Nietzsche tell, tells us how many times, if you, uh, if you have the book or you've watched the videos uh, that I've done on... Uh, uh, many Gosho that Nichiren woke, wrote specifically about the characters Myoho Rengekyo, that each character, the, each symbol, each phonetic sound, Myo, Ren, Kyo, each of those embodies, contains within it, its expression, all 64,384 characters of the Lotus Sutra. That's a Dharani. Do you see? It's not just, hey, the Lotus Sutra is cool. We all practice it. It's the best. That's a mantra. Do you see the difference? <laughs> oh, gosh. I hope I don't see a video on that. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. Let me continue here. Because obviously it's you that's keeping me from continuing language. Thereupon, the Buddha Shakyamuni praised Bodhisattva, Medicine King, saying, Splendid, splendid, O Medicine King, out of compassion you have taught this Dharani in order to protect the expounders of the Dharma. It will greatly benefit all sentient beings. Right? The trickle-down effect. Then Bodhisattva Pradhanasura, I forget his everyday name, Addressed the Buddha, saying, O Bhagavad, I will also 
teach a dharani in order to protect anyone who recites and preserves the Lotus Sutra. If expounders of the Dharma attain this dharani, no yaksha rakshasa putana kritya kumbananda, or hungry ghosts will ever have a chance to strike at their weaknesses, even if they try to do so. In the presence of the Buddha, he taught the Dharani, saying, Jvale Mahajvale. Oh, we just read that one, didn't we? Anyway, so on and so forth. So his approach to protecting people was just the fact that they were practicing, right? Medicine King was protecting those who were propagating, and uh, Pradhanasura is protecting those who simply are practicing. All of this is to say, that if you're practicing correctly the teachings of the Lotus Sutra, you are going to draw from the energy of the universe alignment, alignment that by its very nature sloughs off or becomes impenetrable to disruptive distractions. What we talked about yesterday as evil, that word in Buddhism, though it doesn't belong, this is what it describes, right? The impediments to our practice of enlightenment. Hmm? Oh, Buddha, this mantra, again with the mantra, Dharani, has been spoken by Buddha's equal in number to the sands of the Ganges, and everyone has rejoiced in it. Does he really mean the Gazette went out and all the Buddhas were doing? No, because what are the Buddhas? They are minds. They are sentient conditions of the mind. And so this automatically, with the awakening of Buddhaness, this alignment, this protection, simply occurs. He's just putting some words to it. Hmm? Anyone who attacks or slanders and an expounder of the Dharma also attacks or slanders these Buddhas. It's like a line in the sand, yeah? Uh, you're, it's like, or a big reflector. You're going to come at me for this correct practice? <laughs> Talk to the hand, the mirror. You're going to cause yourself suffering, not me. Thereupon the Devaraja Vaisravana, a world protector, addressed the Buddha saying, O Buddha, I will also teach a Dharani out of pity for sentient beings and in order to protect expounders of the Dharma. He then recited the Dharani, say, Ate nate vanate anida nadi kunadi. O Buddha, with this Dharani, I protect the expounders of the Dharma. I will also protect those who hold to the Sutra. All heavy cares shall be banished for a hundred Yohanas around. So this continues. And what happens with all these personages, these different Bodhisattva, and uh, in this case, this is not a Bodhisattva, this is a... Um, uh, Devaraja, right? And then now we're going to have a different Devaraja. 
And uh, who's next? Oh, boy, a bunch. Rakshasis. Their names were... So all of these different aspects of life, these different mindsets that come to our support for our practice of the Buddha way, they all instantiate their version of protection, of support, right? These are all the mental aspects of our sentient mind in personages just to identify that we have complex minds that are influenced in many ways. And these are particular spheres of influence. Filters, if you will, of our mind to interpret the 3,000 realms in every single thought moment. Consider that. Hopefully, uh, don't want to skip frames. Got to watch the hand movement. So um, another, uh, uh, I wish I had better translations of these names. With uh, this Dharani, I will also protect those who hold the Lotus Sutra. Then he recited uh, another one. This uh, Dharani was spoken by 42 Kodas of Buddhas. In other words, these were all different minds who attained Buddhahood via this protection. Hmm? And if you slander those people, you're slandering the protection, the Buddhas, the enlightenment that all of them achieved. Why would you do that? Yeah. At that time, there were 10 Raksasis. Their names were Lamba, Vilamba, Kutadanti, Puspadanti, Makatandanti, Kesini, Akala, Maladari, Kunti, and Kunti, yeah. And I'm sure those names are descriptive in Sanskrit of certain personas. Unfortunately, <laughs> I don't know if anyone knows that, but I'm sure some do. These ten Raksasis, together with the Hariti and their children and retinues, came before the Buddha and addressed him in unison, saying, O oh Buddha, we also want to protect those who recite, preserve the Lotus Sutra, and rid them of their heavy cares. Hmm, heavy cares. That sounds like clinging to the past, doesn't it? Heavy burdens, right? So let's lighten your load so you can fully pursue the Buddha path, yeah? And then he recited a, uh, a Dharani. Let troubles come upon our heads rather than distress the expounders of the Dharma. So those Raksasis are um, aspects of life that will contend with what might be burdensome so that we, our minds, can be free to pursue our practice of the Buddha way. Right? It's really... Buddhism is not that difficult. There's just a lot of rhetoric and translations and words in the way, really. But they do help us understand more deeply, right? We get insights into this. So, no yaksas, no rakasas, uh, rakasas, no hundred ghosts, no putana, no krita, blah, 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 blah. 
No fever, no fever for one day, for two days, for three days. They'll help keep you healthy, too. Uh, No one in the form of a man, no one in the form of a woman, no one in the form of a boy, no one in the form of a maiden, no one who may appear, even in a dream, in any of these forms shall cause them distress. Then they then spoke to the Buddha in verse, saying, If anyone does not accept my dharani, any troubles, uh, and troubles one who expounds the Dharma, his head will split in seven pieces, just like a branch of the Arjaka tree. Now, we have heard that quote, uh, quoted by Nichiren, right? The head will split in seven directions or seven pieces. I'm sure there's a lot of people in, uh, in incarcerated or in uh, mental institutions that would understand that intimately. Consider the transgression of parricide, of pressing sesame mixed with impurities, of cheating people with scales. Consider the transgressions committed by Devadatta, who divided the Sangha. Those who slander this expounder of the Dharma shall suffer consequences such as these. After having spoken these verses, the Raksasis addressed the Buddha, saying, O Buddha, We also want to protect those who preserve, recite, and practice this sutra and cause them to live at ease, rid them of their weighty cares, and drive out various poisons, distractions, obstacles, you know. The Buddha said to the Raksasi, Splendid, splendid, you protect those who preserve the name of the Lotus Sutra. What's the name of the Lotus Sutra? Myoho Rengekyo. Can you just hear Nietzsche going, see? (laughs) Your merit is immeasurable. How much more merit is there in protecting those who perfectly preserve and revere the sutra in various ways, such as offering flowers, perfumes, necklaces, fragrant ornaments, scented powders, burning incense, banners, canopies, and music, or by lighting ghee lamps, oil lamps, fragrant oil lamps, Lamps of oil made from sumanas, kapaka, varisika, and upala flowers. How much more merit is there in offering such things in hundreds of thousands of ways? O Kunti, you and your retinues should protect the expounders of the Dharma in this way. When this chapter, Dharani's, was taught, 68,000 people attained the acceptance of the non-origination of all Dharma. Dharmas, yeah. I might have to define that non-origination of all dharmas because that's pretty complicated. That's it. That's that chapter. Fortunately, it's not exceptionally long. The next chapter, twenty-seven, ancient accounts of King Subhavuva. Oh my goodness, this is one of the longest names I've ever seen in the translations. Oh my goodness. I'm going to have to uh, find out what that actually means. Oh, that's a whole sentence. Okay. So I hope I haven't made the matter any more confusing. Just know that Dharani's is a, is a it's an invocation of the protections of you, you know when we uh, have read in Gongyo the protection of the Buddhist gods. That, that's what that is. These are the um, forces, if you will, the personages of 
mental, straightforward steadfastness that keep us focused. That's as simple as I can say. So just don't get preoccupied in all these strange word translations. That's all, that's all there are, is, is a commitment. Again, the most important thing in Buddhism, right? A resolve, a commitment, a, a conviction, determination. It's key. It's key to attaining anything, really, but certainly our Buddhaness. Thank you for listening. Make use of the links in the description. Whether you want to become a patron through Patreon or PayPal, whether you need study materials, ebooks, print books, maybe you need a proper Nichiren inscribed digital copy of the mandala of Gohonzon. Hmm? Go to threefoldlows.com and find instructions on enshrinement, the altar. Um, all, all manner of questions that we have as we begin and continue our practice, yeah? I so appreciate your being here, especially if you've gone all the way to the end. It's, it helps immeasurably the, uh, the mechanisms of YouTube, right? So, yeah, like, subscribe, share. It's a great teaching tool. I, I'm not patting me on the back. I'm just saying as a resource, there's so much here. Right? Some 1,500 videos, podcasts, free. The, all those, you saw the uh, course study materials page, all those buttons. You can go there in the middle of the night when you got a question. So it's very accessible. Thank you again. Enjoy your practice, savor it, keep it strong. Take care of your health as always, and I'll see you in the next one. Bye for now.